0: Hello, I am Katrina Collier. And as part of my mission to inspire all the people that recruit people to treat people better, I bring you the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited podcast. Here, you will hear from those hiring leaders who create true partnerships with recruiters, HR and talent acquisition, because they know that it delivers a better result for the business and a better human experience. May this podcast inspire other hiring leaders to create better partnerships with their recruiters and HR. And may it inspire recruiters to create true and valuable partnerships with their hiring leaders. Because people make businesses succeed and people matter. So let us begin. Tracy Parsons, welcome to the Hiring Partner Perspective podcast, proudly supported by you, the people at WorkDrive. <laughs> I am so excited to have you here.
1: But Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. It's amazing to be here. And um, anytime I get to get to talk to you is just a joyful occurrence in my calendar.
0: Every time I think of you, I think of you and me and Christopher Kurtz and those green glasses and like our, our thing, we'd always take the selfie. I, I I you.
1: miss I miss you guys so much. I miss everybody. Um which is funny because I'm very introverted, but when I go to conferences I have so much fun and then yeah. I go sleep for a week.
0: <laughs> yes. Actually, I wouldn't have thought you're introverted, so that's interesting. You're like me then, loud introvert. So, tell us a bit about your background before we obviously get on to the fact you are, of course, the fabulous sponsor of this show, but tell me about your background. So it's a little it's interesting. So you've done it all except the actual recruitment, right? <laughs> of, of right, the, as in the recruiter role, exactly. It's been um, on so the fringes.
1: It. I have, and I. I started actually, you know, oddly enough, I started my career in journalism, which is what I studied in college, um, at university, and um, I determined that that was an, you know, an untenable thing. But at the time, I started falling in love with digital. In fact, when I was working for a newspaper in the 1990s, um, I launched June their
0: 2000s. <laughs> no, no,
1: I don't. I really don't. I really legitimately don't. Um, I launched their digital newspaper and I kind of fell in love with digital at the time. Yeah. Um, and I still love digital. Oh and- my
0: god. Can you imagine hearing this as somebody who's grown up with it and just like, what do you mean launched a digital newspaper?
1: Like we've well, been
0: through so much amazing change. We're so lucky that we've seen it all.
1: And that's that's <laughs> what I keep telling people. And it was I was like, it, it's it's very strange to still be working in this industry knowing that I'm it's possible I was responsible for the first recruitment banner ad on the internet.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Right? So, you know, banner ads on the internet. I made one in 1997, oh, um, you know, <laughs> launched social recruiting for a customer on MySpace. <laughs> so, I mean, I yes, I know. It is I extraordinary
0: know. to think MySpace disappeared, doesn't it?
1: Right. And then every now and then when you think about MySpace, you're like, oh, poor people are like, oh, poor Tom. I'm like, no, Tom, Tom did well. Tom's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) We should all be a little more like Tom. I'm going to take my money and go be quiet now. Um, But, you know, it's interesting to have watched all of this um, whole thing grow up, pushing Mm -hmm. it to grow up, um, encouraging it to grow up. It's, you know, I feel I feel a little motherly about the modern recruitment marketing um, experience and how employer Mm. brand has transpired. And I remember I worked at the agency. um, I worked at a recruitment marketing agency um, years ago, and I remember pushing them. I was like, you guys really need to start thinking about how we're going to, you know, get people to have career websites. And they just looked at me like I was a crazy person. (laughs) Why would we do that? Who's going to do that?
0: So I I had to laugh. Someone shared my blog. I don't even know why. I'm going like the biggest traffic to my blog is from 10 things to do before you pay for a LinkedIn careers tab. And it's okay, like a blog from awesome. 2014. And unfortunately that's like, And I'm like, yeah, that's probably not really helping me now, but it's like it was a thing. <laughs> the world
1: <Right>. changed. <laughs> it has it has absolutely and it continues to change and evolve and it continues to grow. And it's one of those things that I, you know, I've always come at my job and my, um, approach to this industry as a employer, as an employee, as a talent first person. Like Mm -hmm. if we are not, if we are not solutioning, um, for the worker, for the employee, for the candidate, if we're not developing solutions for them, we have no solution. We cannot Mm -hmm. progress as a business, if we don't appeal to the talent and I don't yeah. mean appeal in the foosball, we're awesome for everybody way. I mean, in a, in a, in a real them. way, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I saw, um, I think Chad sowash posted a, uh, a, a, picture from somebody's, you know, sandwich board outside their shop as you know, crappy management, crappy pay apply now. Um, <laughs> right. And you know, maybe they're, maybe they're over indexing on honesty there. Um, But, you know, we can't, we've been over indexing on not anonymous,
0: Mm. right? In in a way, though, when you think about, and I'm sure I talk about this in the Robot Proof Recruiter, when we started out, because I think we're a similar age group, and all the listeners know I'm 50 shortly, so I keep talking about that. But, you know, employee care, like employee engagement or experience just didn't matter. Love like candidates, nobody cared because there wasn't the internet. There wasn't that ability to go search for all of the jobs that are out there and pick and choose amongst it. And that's still happening now, pandemic or not. And that's why what you do is so important. The internet changed everything.
1: It did. It did. And I always, I always tell people, I was like, you know, despite the fact that it changed everything, it didn't really change a lot of things. Right. So, (laughs) you know, it just, we just kept retrofitting things into,
0: Right.
1: right. So you know, uh, a job. Yeah, there's post- a few
0: things that should have got changed.
1: Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> okay, change changed jo- most
0: things. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: it, uh, prove me prove me wrong. A help wanted ad or a help wanted sign is a newspaper ad, is a job board ad, is a Facebook mm. ad. Prove me wrong. Like they're all the same. Like they're different yeah. delivery. They're different reach. There's a more little words. bit more, more words or less words in the case of Twitter. Images. <laughs> Totally a little bit more visual. (laughs) Um, And again, the reach is different. Mm. Um, We can find more things. We have access. We have access Mm. to more people. People have more access to jobs. And again, Mm. we keep retrofitting old solutions to the current thing. And we keep doing this without, I don't know, talking to the humans we need to hire.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Actually, just quickly, tell us what you're up to right now before <laughs> we go back to that human point, because we're not going to miss that. So yep. you're a consultant and owner of Parsons Strategic Consulting. I and, am. of course, you're the founder of WorkDrive. I, I, am, I am, am the, the founder, founder
1: of WorkDrive. WorkDrive. I, yeah, I thank
0: you enough for just jumping on and saying, of course, I'll support you, Katrina. You're amazing. Well, <laughs> so it. I appreciate that.
1: And every time, any day... Of course I would. Yeah, so um, we, we've we seen the problem uh, evolve over the last five years um, where we keep seeing companies try to dump more names in the top of the funnel, mm-hmm. right? And yep. we're getting to that being an unsustainable model because we're running mm-hmm. out of names to dump into the top of the funnel.
0: And So you're so, going out to market and looking for more people to recruit all the time? Yep. I'm yep. translating marketing speak to recruitment Thank speak. you.
1: Yes. You know, go, 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 go find more new names, go find more new people, go find more new, more new, more new. Mm. And at the same time, I'm working with a customer on their um, candidate experience design. So how we, how we appeal to people, how we bring our brand through the entire experience, how Mm. we, how we make things um, easier when they should yeah. be easy, how we make things harder, when they should be hard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we call this, we talk about this as the redistribution of, fi- of friction um, in the experience because there are decision points. Like, this isn't like buying a bag of Doritos. Like, this, yeah, this is a is your career. big life choice, right? Yeah. And so we started to we, we redesigned this customer's experience. They started seeing incredible results from external candidates, right? So, mm-hmm. I think that at one point early on, they were converting fifty four percent of the visitors to their career site into a completed application, and they were quite high quality. Um, we did the same and thing this on the is health
0: in- sector, right, where it's quite hard to recruit. Was it?
1: Uh, This is this is government. So it's everything. It's 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 literally wrench turners on aircraft carriers to um, people that are programming drones to stop flying in the sky.
0: So still difficult to recruit area. Totally.
1: Absolutely. Um, And so we started looking at their internal conversions and we found that their internal talent was five times less likely to convert than external. Okay, And so I said, hey, uh, we've, got this, we've got this tech that's been sitting on a shelf. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Um, and it's basically trying to make it easy for your best people to stay. Like that's what work yeah. drive is all about, right? Yeah. How are we making it easy? Because quite frankly, most companies have no idea what talent exists in their organization, who does what, mm. what they're passionate about, what they aspire to be, what they want to grow yeah. with. Right. We treat them as stagnant. Like this is how, who you yeah. were on the day that we hired you. Um, and, and
0: you're in your little team. Right. Wherever you are. Right. And that right. team doesn't talk to that team. And there's no. Yeah. There's the, no mapping, is there, across?
1: There's no mapping. There's no knowledge, let alone mapping. Right. We can't yeah. map something if they have, we have no data. It's just a blank yeah. screen. Um, and at the same time, so companies don't know what they have and yeah. can't and, and employees don't know what's available to them. Which just
0: means they leave.
1: Correct. Right. Because it's easier for them to just go somewhere else because I don't know where yeah. to look. Yeah. Um. So we've developed this tech that, um, you know, gets the employees. Uh, it makes it very simple for them to set up a profile. It's like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us what you love doing in your skills. And again, our tool you know ties into your HCM. So we have all that data about you. We know everything. And so it's a yep. more about confirmation than creation. And then mm. once you've created this profile or confirmed your profile and told us a little bit about the things that you love doing and what you aspire to be, we start matching you to jobs that are already available in your company. Okay, and then so you can you can apply with one click.
0: So I love that. But I'm immediately feeling the hiring manager resistance. And obviously this is a podcast for hiring managers and recruiters. So yeah, of course. Like, I'm not letting Tracy out on my team. She's fabulous. No, I don't care. She wants to go and work over there in a completely different area of the company and earn twice as much. I don't care. She's not going. How do how do you get over the resistance? She's gonna leave anyway. That's it. You just go, too bad you're gonna lose her anyway. So You're gonna lose care. her anyway. She's ready to move I on. I need more persuasion than that. Come on.
1: Yeah, I, just, I don't have it. Um, and, if, and you know what? If you're a, yeah. if you're a good manager, you're going to care about the ROI that that's going to deliver yeah. to the company. Um, you know, you're going to care. True. Like, again, when I was a hiring manager, mm. my number one goal was to grow them into something better. And if it wasn't with me, oh, my God, yay, I did my job. Mm. Right. This for me. For me, yeah. my talent is about trajectory. Their trajectory is a reflection mm. on my skill of of managing
0: them. We need to get more managers feeling that way. We do. We do. Actually, and honest, it's, in talent acquisition, we need. To yes. Get
1: more
0: managers yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying so, that. Yeah. So,
1: and then the other the other component to Work Drive is the ability for recruiters mm. to anonymously source your talent. Love that. So we're reducing bias, right? We want,
0: yeah.
1: we we want great people to elevate in the company, um, and and we also want your employees to trust the system, which is why we anonymize their data. Love
0: that. Yeah. So you've got retention, you've got, uh, yeah, people getting to do what they love, which I think is what and you staying, love doing. Getting to right? say, "I love doing this. I want to," and giving people an opportunity to stay, and obviously the bias—that's all very cool thank you. We're really and proud of it. It fits with my values or else you wouldn't be my sponsor, would you? Because me and my humans. <laughs>
1: it's all exactly. Human. <laughs> it really is, right? It really, really is. And so I was awesome. I was actually talking to somebody who was like, well, there are other companies that do what you're doing. I'm like, of course there are. Like if we were first, look, I've been first before. It's not easy being first. No. Um, but you know, and he was like, because they um, they do the matching. They don't, they don't have the employees go through the minute of, of, you know, telling us about themselves. Why would we want to know that? I was like, um, what does the machine know that I love? Mm. Like the machine's not going to know that I love something. If there's a skill that I have
0: mm.
1: that I want to grow with and I love the machine's not going to know that no. I'm going to know
0: that. Yeah.
1: Trust your did, people.
0: Yeah. But also we don't tend to, we're not, this is the thing I always get. So I get all of these um, AI technology companies getting in touch and going. It's like, did you read the title of my book first? But no, um, Uh I actually love tech. I just, I like to see it as well, but they get in touch and they're like, oh yeah, we can use our AI and it's going to source on all of those LinkedIn profiles and CVs and resumes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but you can't write them. People won't add the skill like you're saying. They won't say oh, I'd really love to head in that direction because people feel they need to write about their past experience. Mm -hmm. So by the sounds of it, Mm -hmm. work drivers' future. It is, and it's really – it's present.
1: It is, and it's skills-based as opposed to resumes-based, right? Mm. We we take what we know about you based on your resume Mm. and we serve you up the skills that are relevant based on what we're reading there. Yeah. And of course, you can add as many skills as you want. Like this is this is your tool. This is your drive to store your work. Like this is mm-hmm. where you store your work.
0: Yeah. No, I love it. Thanks. So going, going back a minute ago, you said you used to be a hiring manager. I was. What was that like? What um, did you I'm, enjoy about it? And what did you hate about it?
1: So <laughs> the the stuff, the thing that I enjoyed about it was the partnering with the experts. Like I loved mm. working with my recruiters. Um, I they they would they would inform me, right? They would tell me mm-hmm. what it was like. They would tell me if I was being unrealistic. Um, because they're my expert. Like this is yeah. the pe- I, I I look, there are certain are things
0: I'm like good.
1: <laughs> no, look, there are things that I'm good at, Katrina, and there are no. things that I'm not good at. And I tell me where I'm wrong. I'm totally fine with that. Mm. And um so I loved partnering with my experts. The thing that I hated was intake. Um, I was, a t- I was terrible about intake because I, I don't want, I didn't want to stop and write it down. And, and I know, right. I didn't want to stop and write it down. I'm being honest. Like this is the, this is the real part. Yeah. Um, but, and, but if we were going to have a conversation, um, we would have a conversation and I would, I was, I was the worst because I was like, I just need another one of this person. <laughs> And um, and of course, their response would be like, "I'm sorry, the coloning machine is not working today."
0: So I need. <laughs> would they to... come in and sit with you?
1: Um, would they come? Would the recruiter come yeah, in and sit with me to get the intake? No, no. Um, we would we would sometimes do a call um, because we were oh, okay. in different locations. Oh, okay. um, so our recruiters were in New York, and I was um, out on the West Coast. So we would we would do phone calls. You yeah. know, before we had video <laughs> I, chats. <laughs>
0: I do like the fact that even though this is audio only, we can see each other. It does help to see your facial expressions. Um, and of course, you are in the Robot Proof Recruiter. Actually, I love it. Um, my friend uh, Melanie Silverman goes by Silverman Melanie 99. She's so proud to be in here. You're uh, Parsons Tracy 163 and 212. Uh, but <laughs> importantly, though, in there, I, I did realize that chapter five, which is all about the intake strategy session, it is so incredibly po- important. Yeah. That, and it's interesting to hear you say, I didn't enjoy that. But actually, if you spend that sit down, be it on video call, whatever, and not even write, talk, share, explain the problem, talk about the future of the role and all that sort of like almost brain dump in a way, if it needs to be. And if you've got that proper recruiter, they'll help you.
1: Well, and that's, you're, you're talking, you're talking about the thing that I did love. So if somebody sent me a form and they were like, fill out this form of what you need that doesn't mm. work for me, right? But no. if you're going to if we're going to have a conversation, then that's going to work for me because I hated filling out a form. Yeah. Right? And 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 for me, it it dehumanized mm. the person that I wanted to hire. Yeah. Right? It was it made me it made me feel like I was ordering a desk or a computer. Mm. And I don't want to order a human on a form. I want my recruiter to call me and let's have this conversation. Mm. And and I, the ones that worked the best, the best hires that we got were where it was a real dialogue and there was so much probing like, okay, well, I heard you say this, but what if it was manifested in this way so that we can continue mm. to refine those things? And it's it's funny, I use that type of language today. Mm. When I help, like there are some, there's some really good friends and small businesses here locally. They're like, how can you help me figure out, like, I can't seem to find the right people for this job. Mm. And I always talk to them. I was like, okay, so I want you to think about the common characteristics Mm. that people have in common. They're like, always like detail oriented and
0: driven. And I was like, okay,
1: those are outcomes
0: Oh, for the people that didn't see my face just then, I just made (laughs) a cross-eyed. I know. It's such a shame in a way it's not recorded, but I do like your audio, except for when I'm pulling faces. Right. So you would try and get rid of their buzzword bingo.
1: Yeah, right? And and I love when people did that to me. Okay, so Tracy, I hear what you're saying, right? But everybody says that and this doesn't make sense to the other people, right? Mm. So I think you're hitting on the right things. Like if we're going to have, I loved those conversations. I did not love the form, um, yeah. right? I also, um, I was never the hiring manager that said, show me five more. Oh, and any time I was working with a hiring manager that would say, show me five more, mm. I would lose my minds. Um, <laughs> and I, plurals, um, I would lose all my minds. <laughs> um,
0: Knowing you, you probably do have more than one, to be fair, all chatting yeah. at the same time. <laughs> oh, and they're
1: very noisy. Some of them have very good ideas. Some of them don't. Um, But it was it was always interesting to me because I would, you know, I had peers and I had people that were hiring for Mm. our extended team that they were the hiring manager. And they'd be like, No, I think we need to see, you know, I need to see like five more. And I would go to them and I was like, So in the five pieces of paper that you just looked at, Mm. nobody was worth a conversation. Mm. Right? You have an expert human that you've just told to go scour the world and shortlist for you, and you're not trusting their shortlist. Yeah. And, I, and I would occasionally, look and I was like, oh, okay, I bet you like to pick up all the oranges in the grocery store.
0: <laughs> but also that comes back to my earlier point about people can't write their resumes, can't write their LinkedIn profiles, and we're recruiting on that basis still and until someone right. solves that problem. Because they're really hard to write. It's really hard to blow your own trumpet without sounding like a knob. Well, yes. And in fun uh, fact. By the way, I did um, <clears throat> X rate that, uh, did G rate that from the word that was going to come out of my mouth. But um, <laughs> it's, Good girl. it's true. It's a real balancing act. So people struggle to write them. Recruiters struggle to write their own. They look at them all day. So it's, yeah, yeah that's really interesting. So hiring managers should actually trust their recruiter to have presented them people if they've given them a proper intake. That's really important. If they've, they've sat down with them, be on the phone or video, well, giving them yeah. the time up front, and then trust that they will come up with the people.
1: Well, yeah, and 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 again, this is a trust thing, and mm-hmm. the one the one thing I want to really double down on is proper intake, mm-hmm. um, because I will I will admit that there are instances where what we do as hiring managers and what we need this person to do as a as a as a, as an employee. Mm. may not be understandable by the recruiter
0: Mm.
1: right that thing that this person does
0: yeah may be completely like i don't know what you're talking about at all well because they're not doing the job they're not sitting in the shoes they're not
1: yeah but but i'm also but i would also say that if you can't explain what that person does Mm. to literally anyone Mm. you don't you don't know what they do. Mm. If you can't come up with an analogy. You're challenging back and saying. That's right. As a hiring manager. As a hiring manager, if I can't explain this, what this person does to my mother, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that person does.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so I, I would like to push back on all of us hiring managers out there mm. to better understand and be able to communicate and translate yeah. what our actual humans do that makes a difference for the world.
0: So true. So bizarre. I just had this conversation with someone. I'm helping him with his CV resume for you. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> use CV no, too. Like Don't worry. Say. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. It's like, can we just call it one thing? Anyway, Um, and I said could to him, we? you need to stop writing it like the hiring manager's reading this because you've got to get through a recruiter or HR to the hiring manager. So could you write this in English? Not in like in, he was writing in text speak, shortened. And I'm like, no, I need the information. What do you mean by that? And it's like the sa- a similar thing. It because is. Because there is somebody sitting in the middle. Yeah. All the time.
1: And, and you tell me if this is a terrible hiring manager habit, because um, one of the things that I would do <laughs> <laughs> that my recruiter may have hated, but they didn't tell me um, was like, I would, I would source a few profiles of people mm-hmm. that I knew mm-hmm. um, that would be great. And I would send those to a recruiter. Is that a good thing to do?
0: I or is that annoying? So. <laughs> so obviously some people would pop up and say, oh gosh, that's biased. Um, <laughs> Cause you're hiring people like you. Um, but if you feel that they've got the background, it's really going to help them understand the role. No, I absolutely think it's a great thing to do. Okay.
1: Yeah. I always, I always, well, well, one thing is the bias element, right? I think that they would be good. Why do I think mm. they would be good? Right. What do I know yeah. about this person that I can't convey to the recruiter?
0: Yes. So, well, and then the then that's where the recruiters need to partner. They need to sit up and partner. I say this so often. It's like my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm doing a lot of work around that space. The mastermind, like, come on, sit up, (laughs) partner, which is when they should push back and they should probe and they should ask better questions and and then say, okay, Tracy, thank you for that profile. At Uh a scan, I can kind of understand what you're saying. Tell me more Uh because you're going to say something they can't see on that. They have to ask the questions. If they're not asking the questions, then it's not going to help. So, I guess that's probably the tip you would give recruiters, then, isn't it? Because I always yeah. to have a, we've had plenty for hiring managers, but tips for recruiters to partner better.
1: Yeah. And, but it's,
0: it
1: so well, so I, I like to call it elegant pushback um, <laughs> yeah. or dialogue, right? So, I want to, yeah. if you really, again, I always encourage this thing. And the number one characteristic I hire off of is curiosity. Mm, yes. Um Curious people work really well for me. Um, and that's the like that. So whenever I'm somebody's doing an intake uh, with me and then, and then if you don't follow that up with like 92 questions of tell me, give me examples of curiosity, like what am I looking for? Mm. Then I know that this might be a, a, a not a great partnership, right? If, mm. cause that's a, that's a bold statement. I, I yep. really, I really enjoy working with people who are naturally curious.
0: Me too. They ask questions, um, but also they'll go look. You know, I, I love it when people go, who've just like connected with me on LinkedIn. And, you know, right under there, the contact info has my email and on my profile has my email. And they'll go, what's your email? And I'm like, It's, <laughs> dude. it's right there in your face, like literally right there. And yeah, uh-huh. and it's because they don't have any curiosity to just check. I will always check first. And if it's a personal email, then I'll say, what's your preferred? But it's the, it's that look curious. Yeah. Um, but I put it in the mastermind as well and I get them to, um, what kind of questions would you use in an interview scenario to recruit for curiosity? Cause I think it's so, so important. Yes. How do you question all that? Set of yes, stuff?
1: exactly. Right. And so, and so when we talk about like, and a lot of times I think that, um, again, whenever you're talking about a human dynamic, <laughs> Humans working with other humans is scary, right? Maybe that's why everybody's, maybe that's why everybody's down with the robots right now because like there's mm. this element of, right, we all come from a place of, okay, not we all. I come from a place of <laughs> low level anxiety. Like, is this person judging me or am I doing mm. this right? Like I'm constantly wondering these things. And I think that when we when we take all of the different behaviors and Mm. history that humans have going into their day. And there's, you know, and then we want to, we want to make an impact together. And there has to be some sort of like alignment at some point in time, Mm. right? And I think that's one of the things that we talk about, that we don't talk about is that Mm. relationships between hiring managers and recruiters have history. They have baggage. They have yeah. emotions, they yeah. have drama, they have anxiety, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and the failure to acknowledge all of those things mm-hmm. as we move forward in a partnership is just setting us all up to be a little
0: exactly
1: broken. Um, yeah. And, you know, those, the best relationships I had were when we would come to the table and say, okay, you know, this thing, I know this thing, mm. let's know each other's things So that we can get the right solution for the business because at the end of the day, we just need another person to do this job. Yeah. Exactly. There's no and and I don't I, you know, there's always been and and I and maybe I'm just having an aha moment here. Maybe (laughs) it maybe it comes from the power struggle that we've created between employers and people. Mm. Right. There's there's this inherent Assumption of a power position, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and we heard it with the war on talent, which you've heard me talk about this before. That drives me yeah. freaking bananas. There is no war; like nobody wants war. And if you want a war, you're in the wrong job, yeah. right? Like th- there's other jobs that you could mm. t- get your war, but it, it, they don't want war. Like your candidates and your employees, they do not want war. They mm. just want something—a nice job with great mm. pay and benefits. It's yeah. not. This is. Well, this and, should. And, and- this should be Just more of a dance
0: boy on love. Sure. Preferably.
1: I mean, okay. But yes, that is, that is like a nice, Not everyone wants
0: that, but yeah, most people,
1: <laughs> well, I, I will. Okay. So I'm going to tease a piece of research that's coming out in the next couple, couple weeks. Um, one of, one of my customers has, has commissioned a very large scale social listening mm-hmm. research study where we listen to the, tens of millions of online conversations, trillions of impressions about yep. the candidate experience oh, from gosh. the candidates themselves.
0: <laughs> you went to recruiting hell on Reddit.
1: <laughs> no, well Reddit's in there,
0: Reddit's in there. Oh, I love um, that channel. Uh,
1: but oh, dude, oh, dude, all of it. Um, and it's, it's fascinating. We are, um, there's some really big learnings in here. So, so I will okay. say that loving your job Mm. and and being excited about your job is very um, aspirational from our from our side Um, so it's okay we're allowed to be aspirational we're allowed to aspire we want to aspire right that's that's a good thing Um, but but our audience would just really like to be paid fairly yeah and and work appropriate shifts and be treated like a human and be treated like a human right the bar is much lower than what we're Thank what you. we're selling right now.
0: So. so, so other than obviously, I'm going to get my personally assigned copy of that. Um, if, if people want a copy of that, or to even connect with you, most wondrous one, um, what's the easiest LinkedIn? LinkedIn, Tracy absolutely. With an E,
1: Tracy with um, an E Parsons. Um, my my tagline is is the bringer of sunshine. It's true,
0: exactly. You are, and
1: uh, and then uh, Twitter at T Parsons. Uh, you can find me in both of those channels. Um, WorkDrive is W O R Q D R I V E. They all know it. It's
0: everywhere on the podcast. Everywhere. So, you know, it's you awesome. can
1: find me there. Um, you can find me anywhere. Google me. Uh, my, my son takes a lot of pride <laughs> that my face takes up the first page of Google's image search. Um, he sends that to his friends and texts, like, look at my mom. Like, do you really need to do That's that?
0: That's so lovely. <laughs> Does that have dreadful freeze time? Do you, I, I also have a Google alert set up for Katrina Collier, which can be quite worrying sometimes. I don't want that. I'm, I'm having the better life of the Katrina Colliers. I keep saying it's not good. Anyway, on that slightly weird note, um, thank you, one, for supporting the podcast, of course, but two, for all of that today. How interesting. So oh, you're fun. welcome. I mean, I did realise writing the book, it's all about the intake, but actually hearing it from the hiring manager point of view is quite fascinating. But yeah we must and th- make it easy for our hiring managers to give us one well no don't give them a form don't send them just don't give it a form, form. yeah don't, don't give them don't a form. form don't give them a In form. This day and age that's where you could really use some great tech couldn't you rather than sending a form
1: well i there is some great tech that i just realized could be repurposed for this intake process oh i
0: have some people to call when we're done <laughs> I expect a commission. (laughs) Thanks. Right.
1: (laughs) No, they're just going to get. They're just obviously they're going to give us shares.
0: Oh, that'll do. (laughs) Let us know. Let us know. Anyway, Tracy, thank you again so so much. It's been wonderful. You're so welcome. It's always my pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited Podcast. Proudly supported by the people at WorkDrive. Hopefully, you really enjoyed what you heard and have left feeling inspired. And if so, I would love your help to create real change. Please pass this podcast on to your hiring leaders and other recruiters and HR. Even share it on your social channels if you feel so inclined. But the more reach we can get, the more change we can create. So please remember to subscribe, of course, on your favorite podcast platform. And do come and say hello at Hiring Partner Perspective on Instagram, where I share behind the scenes of what's going on. Until next time, thank you.